It's the weekly feed, and that makes me happy. From the studios of WFPK in Louisville, Kentucky, yeah, you guessed it, it's time for another edition of the weekly feed. I'm Sean Cannon, filling in for Kyle Meredith this week while he's busy on his honeymoon. That's right, romance. So why don't you go ahead, sit back, and relax for the next 4,166 metric seconds and take in the dulcet tones of Jose Gonzalez, Strand of Oaks, and the Twilight Sad. Plus, we've got the continued 90s revivalism of parquet courts, the emo revivalism of dads, and the Broadway revivalism of comedian Cameron Esposito. Well, as far as our guest DJ pick's concerned, anyway. So we got all that, Kyle's chat with local natives, and right now, a brand new cut from Angel Olsen. This is from the deluxe edition of Burn Your Fire for No Witnesses, which is out in November. It's all right now on the weekly feed. It's all here. No, it's all here. No, it's all here. No, it's always been here. It's all right. No, it's all right. No, it's all right. No, it's always been right. You do not have to leave go out walking, dear. You do not have to reach out to somebody near. You do not have to hold Oh, 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 oh,
Every step is moving me up Moving and it's moving me up Every step is moving me up
That's another taste of Red Hot's tribute to the late, great Arthur Russell on the weekly feed. It's out October 21st, and it features covers from Sufjan Stevens, Devendra Banhart, the Scissor Sisters, Hot Chip, and the gentleman you just heard, Jose Gonzalez, with side one, track one from the comp. This is how we walk on the moon. You know, the last Parquet Courts record, Sunbathing Animal, came out just a few months ago, but the Brooklyn College Rock devotees are already back with some new music. Now granted, it's just one song for a charity 7-inch series at the moment, but hey, I'll take whatever they give me. Here's This Is Happening Now, it's Parquet Courts on the weekly feed. And now 
argue that it never actually went away. It uh, certainly does look like there's a full-on emo revival happening these days, and it's cool because that involves the good kind, not the, uh, you know, other kind. And if you don't believe me, those last two tracks are empirical, scientific proof of it here on the weekly feed. You just heard the Jazz June with Edge of Space. That's from their first record in a dozen years. It's produced by Evan Weiss of Intuit Over It, and it's called After the Earthquake. Before that, relative young guns in the emo scene, New Jersey duo Dads with Chewing Ghosts, and that's from their upcoming record, I'll Be the Tornado. Still to come on this edition of the Weekly Feed, Kyle talks to local natives, comedian Cameron Esposito talks Liza, and I talk about Justin Vernon. Well, sort of. The Weekly Weekly Feed. Feed. If I didn't know better, I'd say Scottish rockers The Twilight Sad were prophets or fortune tellers or some sort of magicians. That's because the name of their new record is Nobody Wants to Be Here and Nobody Wants to Leave. And if you're aware of the current political situation in the band's homeland, the title just seems too eerily apropos. Here's a track from it called Last January right now on the weekly feed. 
year's Hummingbird LP, it's local natives with ceilings on the weekly feed. And hey, uh, speaking of which, Kyle recently had a chance to sit down with the band during Forecastle, and here's what ensued. The weekly feed. It's the weekly feed. I'm Kyle Meredith and uh, Taylor and Matt here from Local Natives, and welcome back because uh, second album, Hummingbird, this beautiful record uh, that I don't think any of us knew what to expect. Well, the two albums are, are very different, yeah. and, and we were in a similar situation as you were you know going into our second album what's what's it gonna be and we didn't know right. we, we kind of didn't have a grand architecture for it it just came out especially with hummingbird that was this time where we were really going through a lot kind yeah. of as a band emotionally and as a family and everything and um it was a very cathartic record for us so i, w I would say that searching was yeah definitely kind of a theme of it yeah would you call this a transition record I mean, it's our second album, so... It's, well, and, and, and maybe that's a, a question to ask you two albums from now. Yeah, like, exactly. Was Hummingbird the transition record? I think Hummingbird and everything that that kind of symbolized for us and uh, just 
dealing with like death in the family and right. just this, these really heavy topics. We're just that's kind of like through us now, and we're just in this yeah. very different place, and everybody's really pumped and excited and you know what I mean so I think it is definitely going to pivot off again and, and be another thing where it, it's not really like the last record. Right. I think most bands are having to deal with what you've done and putting it into a record you get that on your first record or you get that on your fifth record to have to do it on the sophomore record when there's really a lot of attention like oh can they do it again you know that's that's rough yeah you know this, this self awareness like making our first record it's just you against the world and it's all very anonymous and you just have your little band of right. of your band, you know, and that was yeah. it. And we were kind of, you know, hold up together, living together, making this record. And then, yeah, all of a sudden you have this kind of awareness of like, right. oh, somebody's actually going to listen to this song. And you kind of, as an artist, you just kind of have to defeat that right. and, and just get over it, you know. And I mean, just, that's, that's where the idea of the sophomore slump would have came from because the artist gets defeated. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just kind of crumbles under it or something and it's so funny to like actually you know you always think oh it's fine that's no problem but that that pressure is kind of crazy to go through and I, I think for us we have each other it's such a collaborative band and writing experience we have each other to really really lean on it's right. not just on the shoulders of one person from uh, some of these tracks uh, they're, they're, you guys co-wrote uh, co is that the first time you've ever done that with uh, and that was with uh, with Desner right uh, who produced it Oh, was that the first time you've done that? Because that seems like a different world, co-writing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, it, it was, uh, when we met up with Aaron, we were just on tour with The National. They brought us out for a couple dates, and yeah. we were talking to him about the record, just kind of backstage after the shows or whatever, and, and struck up a friendship, and he was a fan of the band, yeah. and that was cool. And we hadn't worked with somebody that intensely with kind of co-producing the album but what I think worked with Aaron is that he's in a band he has his own sure. thing going on and so he really let us just be like hey this is your yeah this is your guys band this yeah. is your you know thing feed that's Kyle's chat with local natives on the weekly feed you can find the rest of it online at theweeklyfeed.org and here's another track from their last record hummingbird it's heavy feet on the weekly feed
Strand of Oaks, a.k.a. Timothy Showalter, on the weekly feed. That's his rendition of the Nationals' Pink Rabbits, which, according to Showalter, became an incredibly important song for him last year. Still on the docket, Field Report, The Staves, and comedian Cameron Esposito talks about the life of a performer. The Weekly Feed. Esposito's definitely been on the rise the last couple of years, with plenty of notable TV spots, the approval of Jay Leno, and a new stand-up album coming out on Kill Rock Stars next month called Same Sex Symbol. I had a chance to sit down with her a couple of weeks ago, and uh, there was only one song that she wanted to talk about, period. Or at least one moment in the entire history of show tunes. And here it is on the Weekly Feed. The Weekly Feed. So what's the one thing? What is the one recommendation? The okay, one so because you asked for music, and this is going to be the weirdest answer maybe you've ever gotten. Because it's uh, it's actually relates to everything that we're talking about right now. Uh-huh. This popped up in my mind. Um, so I love musicals. <laughs> I love musicals. Um, and... Uh, one of my favorite musicals is uh, Cabaret, mm-hmm. and the movie um, is amazing. If you've never seen, I don't know if you've ever seen oh, that yeah. movie. Okay, so there's. I'm. I was also a show tunes guy in high school. Oh yes, so yes. So there's a moment in that movie um, that is unlike any other moment I've ever seen depicted uh, on screen about what it is to be a performer. And Sally Bowles has had. She's the main character. She's Liza Minnelli. She's had. Uh, serious, she's had a she's had a real go of it. She's had a lot of stuff happen <laughs> in her life, and it's the final moment in the uh, movie. And she's gonna go on stage and she's gonna sing about life being a cabaret, that you know, really famous song. And you should look this up on YouTube if you've never seen it, because it they all of the cuts actually include this moment. So she walks out behind the curtain, and she like takes a minute. She's really sad, terrible things have happened in her life, and then she just like adjusts her shoulders, and the curtains open, and she walks on a stage. It is a second. This, this shoulder adjustment does not last longer than a second, but it is the most beautiful thing. I cried when I saw it for the first time because it's all about just like, you know, we're the people that we are, and we're always those people, but to be a performer, you transform into something else before you go on stage, and you leave the specificity of your day behind, but you also incorporate it in, and she's such an amazing, I mean, she's singing her guts out, so clearly it's not like she is devoid of emotion. But she just, like, she sets herself, she gets herself set, and I think if you could watch any comic backstage before they went on, 
they would have that moment. It just yeah. might look, not look the same because they might not be wearing tights. But well, they might not be Liza Minnelli. Yeah, they might not be Liza Minnelli. But that's one of the most amazing moments in all of film history. I love it, and so I would recommend. Uh, I would recommend listening to the cabaret soundtrack. The whole. Th- I'll just play the, the whole, whole thing. thing. Whole but thing. I would also recommend looking up that video. Weekly feed. In lieu of playing the entire Cabaret soundtrack, I'm going to limit it to the moment Cameron Esposito's talking about right there where Liza comes out and sings the title track. So here it is, a pick from stand-up comedian Cameron Esposito. It's Cabaret on the weekly feed. I give you that international sensation, Fräulein Sally Bowles! What good is sitting alone in your room? Come hear the music play. Life is a cabaret, old chum. Come to the cabaret. Put down the knitting, the book, and the broom. It's time for a holiday. Life is a cabaret, old chum. Come to the cabaret Come taste the wine Come hear the band Come blow your horn Start celebrating Right this way your table's waiting What good's permitting Some prophet of doom To wipe every smile away Life is a cabaret Old chum So come to the The Weekly Feed. Memories flood the levee of my boredom 
Where they left you a pretty man You gotta climb up the mountaintop Scream out loud Chip your teeth on a bottle top And do me proud When I held your hand in my blood-free hands I swear they were the cleanest ones in town Take your
The Blood I Bled on the weekly feed. That's the latest from the British folk trio The Staves. And, you know, that was produced by Justin Vernon of Bon Iver fame. And honestly, I think the influence comes through. I mean, you can almost hear all three Stavely Taylor sisters growing sensitive beards. And speaking of Vernon, uh, before that was one of his former bandmates in DeYarmond Edison, Chris Porterfield. He heads up Field Report nowadays, and you heard a track from the upcoming album Marigolden called Decision Day. Well, that does it for me this time around. The weekly feed is distributed by Louisville Public Media and WFPK Radio Louisville. You can find more info online at theweeklyfeed.org. Stacey Owens, the executive director. Brad Yost is the technical engineer. And we get extra assistance from WFPK's Laura Shine. I've been your host for the week, Sean Cannon. You can find me online at afterdark.wfpk.org. I do those interviews you hate so much. Hey, thanks for putting up with me this long, and don't worry, Kyle's going to be back next week, provided he's done stowing away in the Biltmore Estate by then. So, it's about that time. Excuse me while I drop the mic. <laughs> <laughs>